listening to The Knicks Recap, your source for all New York Knicks-related content. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Knicks Recap, your source for all New York Knicks-related content. I'm your host, Troy, and don't forget to hit that notification bell so you stay updated with all of our latest episodes. Now, I got a very special guest joining me today, actor, rapper, filmmaker, screenwriter. You've seen him on one of the best shows in HBO history called The Wire, where he played Naaman Bryce and founder of Nick's Chatter the Day After, also known as KCDA, Julito McCullum, a.k.a. Lito. What's going <laughs> on, brother? God. My God, my God. I'm ha- happy to be here, man. Thank you for having me. What's up with you? Doing, uh, doing real well, Lito. I'm so happy you can give us some time here to do this interview. I know how busy you are, man, and really appreciate you, all your efforts and everything that you've been doing, bro. And by the way, you look great, by the way, man. Thank you know, I told brother. you that. You look great, man. Thank you, my brother. I, I, I see, I see you copying uh Obi's uh do rag look. Yeah, I, I, had to, I had to put the do rag on for Obi. You know what I'm saying? He said <laughs> do rag season. You know what I'm saying? Going into the playoffs, so we gonna get it right. What's up, man? All right, man. Yeah, so let's just jump right into it. So the kids yesterday, man, just jumping right into it. We got Toppin, we got Grimes, Emmanuel quickly. First yeah. time three Knicks scored thirty points in a game since 1979. Wow. We're talking about some crazy, amazing stuff here. Yeah. What do you think in regards to um, these these last, you know, this well, last couple of games, but really yesterday's game against Indiana? What do you think about the kids? Yeah, man, the kids, they're, they're showing that, you know, given opportunity, given, you know, a coach believing in them that they got something special, man. You got to, number one, tip your hat off to this front office, you know, and, and, and getting these guys late, late middle of the draft. A lot of front offices haven't been able to attain talent like we have in the these in these drafts. And for me, I look at guys like Obi, I look at quickly, I look at GQ, and I'm like, man, give these guys a real opportunity, put the ball in their hand, and things are gonna be special. So to know we got guys like that on our bench, it's gonna be real smook sp- spooky for the rest of this league, man. I think I think you have to respect what quickly brings on the offensive end but then when you see what he's done defensively it's like wow right then you got Quentin Grimes who he's been showing you he's a shooter he can knock that shot down his offensive games has stepped up to a different level and defensively he brings it as well but now when you got Obi hitting that corner shot when you see Obi running the break something we're not able to actually see when we got Randall out there because he's more of a half-court guy but Obi, man, he's showing you he's quicker than every forward out there, pretty much. He is so when you got that type of young talent on his team, you know, I was watching the games when we had Torre Murray and Moutier, and you know, these kind of guys as our centerpieces. Now we got a real kind of, you know, some some real dogs at this young and they're young. They're, they're, they're doing this with very little opportunity. I can only imagine what we're going to look like in the future, especially to see. Right, right. No, I 100% agree with you, especially the OB top point. I mean, we didn't know what we had with OB top, and we kind of still don't. And with just seeing what he's doing without Randall being there, I think it's some of the most amazing, phenomenal basketball that I've seen him play out of his young career, especially the way he shoots the three. I didn't know he could shoot the three that damn well. I don't know about you, but I mean... 
like and the way he passes out of it you know how randall might sometimes take that three in the baseline corner yeah he's passing it to to heart he's passing it to grimes he's passing it to quickly so it's the passing as well that's kind of you know like made me look like is that obi Right. Underrated passer, man. Underrated passer. And that's what we need. We need guys that's willing to move the ball. I think when we watched like last night's game, we say, okay, they're moving with a faster pace. They look a little bit more. Guys want to play with guys who are passing them the ball. We got guys like Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle, who they're going to have a lot of usage, right? High usage for these guys. They are all-star caliber players. They are guys who can give you a basket at any given moment. So you're not going to move the ball as much when they're playing. Now, when those young boys see that they got an opportunity, they moving that ball, they're playing with intensity, aggressiveness. It's just two, it's two different teams. There's half-court guys like Jalen and Brunt and, and Julius that can win you games, and then there's those rim runners. So we got a little bit of both, man. So just I love the fact that this next man up mentality is they're taking that serious. When one guy's down, next man up. And I love to see Obi doing what he's doing because we don't know what Julius, right? They said it was a two-week timetable – but they said it was two weeks to to look at the the, the injury. Correct, right. We don't know what can happen. He might be out the first round. And if he is, oh, we got to step up. And last night, and yeah, it was the Indiana Pacers G League team at the same time. <laughs> it's NBA players, man. It's NBA players. When you play in it, we play who's in front of us. And there's a lot of guys playing against G Leaguers, and they're not scoring 35 and, you know, five rebounds. There's a lot of guys doing that. So I like what I saw last night. And, you know, I'm happy with the future. And speaking of the future, four, five, set. Cavs versus Knicks. Probably going to be the first round series that everybody's going to be talking about. Probably the most electric. We saw what Brunson and Donovan did last year in the West. And now we're seeing that come through, uh, obviously, in the East now. What are your expectations for the Knicks and Cavs? Like, how far do you see the series going? Yeah, um, I, you know... I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think this is the series to watch. This is the series everybody will have their eye on. Mm-hmm. This is it's 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 just all of the storylines have come to this moment, right? We wanted Donovan Mitchell. We wanted we we they went pretty hard to go get him. He and the, the Cavs. You know, I believe you know they were never really going to trade with us. Utah. The um, damn, where did he come from? You know, like Ian Bagley. Uh, are you talking about no, no, talking no, no, about no. Donovan uh, Mitchell? Yeah, Donovan Mitchell, but the team, oh, from Utah. Yeah, excuse me. Right, right, right. I feel like they were never going to truly trade for us in good faith. They were always going to make sure that they 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 gave it to us and, and we would have had to give up everything for him. So that was already a bad taste in our mouth. Then Donovan goes to Cleveland. Cleveland, honestly, was already a good team. I liked Cleveland. I like Cleveland. Now they're the ops, but I like them, you know, this <laughs> the last few seasons. They had <laughs> right. great, you know, some good young pieces. Then you got the Jalen Brunson. We a lot of what folks aren't talking about is Jalen Brunson's beef with Donovan Mitchell in that Utah D- Dallas series. Right. They had head to head because Luca was out. You know, Jalen got Donovan Mitchell out of here. He got Utah out of here. So they already got that little scrappiness towards them. Now they're going on opposite teams where the trade. All of these different narratives have come to this moment. And I think it's going to be NBA Finals level basketball. I think you, the margin for error is going to be extremely short. You have to be on point. You, you can't make any mistakes. It's you know, I see Knicks in six. I got Knicks in six. 
And at the same time, if we, you know, I agree with Stephen A. Smith when he says if we lose to Donovan Mitchell, it will not be a good look. I just don't like that he keeps saying it every single moment, even when we're on winning streaks. It's like annoying. You Knicks for clicks is on fire right now. Right. At the same time, I do not want to lose to the Cleveland Cavaliers and Donovan Mitchell. And I do I don't think we will. I think we have a better bench. I think we got a lot more scrappier players. They, you know, they got players that are not necessarily dogs yet. We got guys like Josh Hart that's going to get a re- jump over Jared Allen to get a rebound. We got guys like Amir Quickly that's going to hit that open shot. Let's look at their bench. What do they got? Karis LeVert, he's inconsistent. They got Ricky Rubio. He's a little too old for what we're about to bring to him. That's right. I don't think, I don't know if they're ready. And their, their starting lineup is still figuring it out. So I'm com- I'm confident in the series. I think we win it in six. And if it's in seven, it's going to be a dog fight, but I'm, we ain't even getting there. Knicks are six, man. So let's, let, let's talk. I love that, by the way. I obviously agree with you. I think Knicks are going to dominate. I think not, not dominate. It's going to be a competitive series. And I think it's going to go six. Um, here's my thing though. Uh, you, you just mentioned if they lose, it would, uh, you know, you wouldn't be happy with a loss to the Cavaliers. Would the season be a failure if they lost to the Cuban Cavaliers in the first round? <sighs> I don't know, man. I think the goalpost continues continuously moves when it comes to the Knicks. At first, we was a lottery team. Then once we saw it, they saw we were a good enough team to compete. Now it was oh, we won't even make. We're just gonna be a playing team. We barely gonna make the playing now. Then they really saw we were winning games. They saw Jalen Brunson rise to the occasion. They saw Julius Randle look unstoppable. Now it's we won't get out the first round. Honestly. We're playing with house money right now. You know what I'm saying? I think we're going to make some noise in the playoffs, and I think there are steps to become a championship-caliber team. You don't just become a championship-caliber team overnight. I think one of those steps was going to the playoffs, seeing what we needed to work on, seeing we kept a lot of the guys from that series. So now we saw Julius Randle. Is not, it's not, he's not a first-timer, right? He's been there. He's been in the garden. I was in the garden that game, too, when the building was rocking, when, when we shook the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think he's ready now. I think he's going to be a lot more confident and a lot more comfortable. Then we now have a point guard. Like it's 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 not a failure because we are still on the trajectory that I believe the front office wanted us to be on. Would it be upsetting? Absolutely. Would it be a failure? I don't believe so. Conversely, what if the Cavs lose to the Knicks given everything that they've done? I, I better hear loud noise. I better <laughs> hear everybody talking. I better hear Donovan Mitchell was trash because he's went to the playoffs many a times, hasn't done well. I better hear Donovan Mitchell was trash. I better hear Darius Garland, not the point guard. I better hear all of it because if the Knicks lose, we will be on national media every single day, all day for the next three months until the season, four months until the season come back. I need to hear the, the hate, the love got to be as loud as the hate. And if the if it's the Cavs and they lose, the hate got to be as loud as the love. And you know, I think I I don't believe the Knicks will lose. I just think we're ready and we we we've ascended at the right time. The Cavs they they got to be on their A game. They got to be on their A game and they got to hit them open shots because we're gonna give them the open shots. That's Tom Thibodeau defense. Yeah. If the, if Donovan Mitchell doesn't score forty a game, they do not win. And, you know, you mentioned Julius Randle's big part there. Is Julius Randle going to be, because obviously he can reevaluate in the 13th. They play the playoffs supposedly on the 15th or 16th. That's when the game's supposed to be. We don't know the exact date yet. But right. if that if that happens and we do get that, what do you think? And I know you got to go, so I apologize. But what do, you th- uh, what do you think in regards to that? Do the Knicks even have a realistic shot to beat the Cavs without their two-time All-Star? 
It's going to be a, the margin of error is going to be a, a, a period, right? It's going to be a drop. Like if with, if we do not have Julius Randle, we cannot make any mistakes. I think Obi Toppin is going to have to transcend. Jalen Brunson is going to have to play out of his mind. He is going to have to do everything. I think Mitchell Robinson is going to have, he's going to be the one that we look at the most because he's going to have, in my opinion, the most competition. He's playing against Jared. Jared Allen and then Evan Mobley's down there as well. Like it's gonna be tough for Mitch to do what Mitch does down there. I I've seen Jalen Brunson attack these big centers and attack these big guys and and play well against them. I think for me, man, it's gonna be RJ Barrett. It's all about RJ Barrett, regardless if Julius Randle's healthy or not. I think RJ Barrett, he has to play play to his contract. He has to play to be in the centerpiece of this team. Uh it's it's this team. This playoff series is going to have to ride on R.J. Barrett's back. So would what you say I he's the he, – oh, I'm sorry, Ben. No, you're good. You're good. What would you say? I was going to say, so do you think he's the key to the series then? I do. I do. I absolutely do. I think, you know, if we look at the Cleveland Cavaliers, they're not the greatest when it comes to playing guys outside. I think R.J. Barrett is going to have a lot of open three-point shots. There's going to be a lot of attention toward Julius Randle, a lot of attention toward Jalen Brunson. R.J. got to hit the big shots, man. It's, it's, it's going to be those big, timely shots that allows R.J. Barrett to succeed in the series. I think he's the key. I, I We can't see that R.J. Barrett that looks attentive out there. We can't see the slow-footed R.J. Barrett that goes up and gets blocks every time. We cannot see that. We need R.J. Barrett to play to his best ability. So for me, it's R.J. Barrett is Brunson. And if we have no Julius, man, Obi's going to have to play some big minutes, some big playoff minutes. And... I'm, you know, that's when I get a little nervous. Right now, I'm confident. I believe Julius will be back. He's an iron horse. He's yeah. a guy that's played through many injuries. Many, you know, he's very, he's probably one of the most durable players in the NBA. Um, I'm not worried about him. I think he'll be back. But if he's not, it's gonna be it's, it's a fight regardless, man. It's a dog fight regardless. It's gonna be one of those series. I think this is gonna be one of the best series in the last few years in the NBA. I don't think I've waited for a series more. I'm I'm already at playoffs for me. I I, I don't I don't care about the rest of the regular season. We clinched fifth. I want to see what the Knicks can do against this Cavs team and specifically yeah. what Jalen Brunson can do. But RJ Barrett is the key. What yes. he does in this game is going to be key. Because if you look at the other matchups, it's likely Jalen's going to get doubled. Brandle's playing, he's going to get doubled. Yeah. I, I, Isaac Okoro is going to be their best defender in terms of who's going to be on the on the floor. I that's that's the matchup. RJ Barrett's gonna have to abuse him on on offense to make sure that happens. And on defense, I mean, he doesn't really have to hold him too much because he's not an offensive threat like that. But you need to attack. So that's definitely the key there. How long, how far do you think the Knicks go, uh, Lito, in terms of if they do pass, obviously, the um, the Cavs, they might got the Bucks in the next round. So what what do you think in regards to how far this Knicks team can go this year? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, I, I said it on KCDA today. Right. If the Knicks get past the Cavs, we're going to make some noise. I, but honestly, man, this is why I really am confident in this playoffs because there's no sure shot in the in on either side, whether either conference. There's no sure shot. There's no one right now that we're like they're winning it all. And if you say that, you're not saying it confident. Or if you say you say that, you may be saying it because that's your favorite team. But honestly, everybody could be beat right now, man. And we haven't seen this much parity in the NBA in so much and so long, 
right? Like the Bucks, of course, because they just won two years ago, they're always a contender. They always they got Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's always going to be a threat. But honestly, man, any given night, anybody could be beat. We saw them get beat. Yeah, they're they're having the one of the greatest seasons in Buck history. But at the same time, that playoffs is different. I'm yeah. confident. If we get past the Cavs, I think with the energy we're going to bring, with the confidence that's going to bring to this New York Knicks team, anything can happen. We saw the Atlanta Hawks get to the Eastern Conference Finals, man. And I believe we this New York Knicks team is 10 times better than that Atlanta Hawks team, right? So we'll see. Man, I need the Bucks to get out the first round first, man. Bucks got to get out the first round, then we then I get nervous, man. If they still listen, who are they gonna be playing? My, most likely Miami, right? Right? Miami's still a threat. Miami a threat. Miami got Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler turns it on. If they're playing Miami in the first round, the Bucks are gonna have a handful. And if the, we play Buck Miami in the second round, we've shown we got their number. So it's it's listen. This playoff is probably going to be one of the best all around. It's probably gonna be one of the best playoffs. In, in in NBA history, low key, I actually want to see the Hawks take on the Bucks. The Hawks beat the Bucks, and we get that smoke again. Cause I want to see them guys again, Lito. Cause I let think we can break them, man. Let me explain something. I gotta get out of here, but let me explain something to you. Yes, sir. If we play the Atlanta Hawks in the second round, the New York City will be on fire. Oh my New York City will be on fire. That'll probably be the one of the most expensive Knicks games you'd ever have to go to because it's gonna be different. I think there's a chance, man. I think there's a chance, whether it's Atlanta, whether it's Miami, both of those teams, they play well against the Bucks, man. With the Miami, their their rivalry with the Bucks when it comes to Atlanta, like you said, they beat them this season. Anything can happen in the playoffs. So I'm looking forward to I think it's gonna be a good playoffs. I think the Knicks are going to bowl where I do not see us falling flat on our faces. I don't see it. I, I said it today on KC, KCDA. If the Knicks beat Cavs in game one, we win the series. So if they take game one in Cleveland, if you have them winning. If we take game one in Cleveland, we win the series, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not worried about it. Oh, my if, goodness. If we lose game one, I think there's going to be some, some – there's going to be some hearts beating facts. But if we win game one, call it a, call it a – I say a gentleman's a gentleman's 30, so we win in five. You heard it here first. Leto says it. You win game one, you win the series. Appreciate you, Leto. I know you got to go, man. It let's do it again, point. man. Let's do it again. I hate that I got to leave so soon, but, man. Nah, nah. Man. Definitely my fault. Yeah, oh, definitely. man, we got to. Throughout the playoffs, let's do this again, man. We have to do it again. This is my bad. Yo, you know how you know what we're talking about. This is my bad, but yeah. I guarantee we will do it again. You are one of the most phenomenal up-and-coming rappers that we're seeing right now. Oh, You're going to see all his work right after the end of this episode. I promise you that. Yeah, I'm dropping his power for me, bro. And I know you got to go, but power for me is probably one of the best track singles that I've heard all year. And the fact that you said that you freestyled it, bro. That's love, man. Thank you, bro. What, man, check out my album, Legendary is the Option, available everywhere. Yeah, I'm having fun with music right now. It's, it's, it's really, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I've been doing it for a while. I was doing it actually even before I started acting. But lately, man, I've just been i been in a different world. So check out check that out. Hey, my brother, thank you for all your support. You support me always on the timeline. You support KCDA. 
it, it's always love. So anything I can do to support you back, that's, that's light work. You know what I mean? Yeah, I appreciate that. And again, man, you can catch Lito's album. Uh, it's on Spotify. It's on Apple Podcasts. His new single that just dropped is also on those platforms, but also on YouTube as well, too. I'm dropping the links. Y'all already know what it is. This man is a great. I'm so happy he took the time to come to the show and drop sure. off some love. Lito, again, real big pleasure having you on the show. You're one of the best guys to talk to of Knicks. Knicks Thanks chatted the day guys. after. KCDA every day after the Knicks game at 12 p.m. It's lit. It's on. Me and Lito, we out of here. Appreciate you. Brother, appreciate you. Let's get it. Talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. You heard it here first. That was my man, Julito McCullum, a.k.a. Lito, rapper, entrepreneur, screenwriter, filmmaker, one of the hottest guests in the game today that I've had the pleasure of having on my show. And guess what? As you just heard, he knows Knicks. He's tuned in. He's tapped in. He's locked in. This is what he does on a day-to-day basis each and every single day, each and every night. If you didn't know, now you know. This man lives and breathes the Knicks as well, too. He has a lot of knowledge, and he just gave us some of that. And I can't, you know, be more humble and thankful that he was able to join the show and give us this information. Knicks and six. Knicks and six. All right. That's where I'm at. That's where my energy is. You don't have to be where my energy is, but that's where I'm at. I'm not talking about a suite. I know how good these calves are. I know what they can do. And I know what they can't do. I know what they have, Donovan Mitchell. And I know what they don't have, a bench. Put that bench up against our bench right now. Go ahead. I'll name one name off our bench. Emmanuel quickly. Who? Emmanuel quickly. Now, why am I saying Emmanuel quickly for? Explain to me why I'm saying Emmanuel quickly. That one name alone trashes the Cavs bench. And I didn't get to Josh Hart. I didn't get to Obi Toppin. I didn't get to Isaiah Hartenstein. Get out of here, man. Get out of here, man. Don't do not say it to me. Okay. The Knicks bench thrashes Cleveland's bench. But, but Donovan Mitchell is a superstar. And when you have home court advantage and you are a superstar and you can make players around you better, the series becomes a little tougher. So obviously you got to stop Mitchell. And if you stop Mitchell, you can more or less slow down the Cavs because they don't got nobody else who can go there and get you a bucket like him. Evan Mobley's on the rise, but will he arrive in time for the playoffs? I don't know. Only time will tell. But I'll tell you one thing. Last time Jalen Brunson saw Donovan Mitchell in Utah when they were played on the, on the West Coast, saw what happened there. Jalen Brunson basically ended the Jazz franchise and sent everybody home. And sent that entire franchise basically trade hunting for draft picks and assets because they figured they couldn't do it with the team they got. Jalen Brunson was a big part of why they thought that. And Jalen Brunson is going to be a big part of why the Cavs get put to sleep by the New York Knicks. Knicks and six. 
And you can quote me and bookmark me on this, bro, if you want. Because I'm telling you now. It's Knicks in six. And the Knicks going to get this. I promise you that. It's going to be one of the most competitive series in the East. I promise you that. It's going to be one of the most must-see series in the East. I promise you that. I promise. And if the Knicks get past freaking Cavaliers and go to the second round, doors are blown open, it's whatever you want it to be. Far as I see it. If the Knicks beat the Cavs in the first round and they blow those playoff doors open, anybody's game, anybody can get it. It's an NBA team at the end of the day. I don't care who's on the other side. If the Knicks beat the Cavs in the first round, they're playing with house money. They're going to play with a hell of a lot of confidence. And they might be able to topple some of the elite, depending on how they respond in the postseason. Because the postseason and the regular season ain't the same. It's different. There's levels to this. And regular season and postseason is a different level. Nick's going to have to step up and lock in, but so is every single playoff and play-in team. It's going to be a wild ride. I can't wait to see what the matchups end up being, but just believe, no matter what they are, there is not going to be a more must-see matchup in the East than watching the New York Knicks going against the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's popcorn time. That's firework time. That's explosive time. That's I can't believe what I'm watching time. And oh my God, is it going to be a series to behold? And I can't wait to see what the Knicks do and respond with. They're going to need Julius Randle because I don't think you beat the Cavs without your two-time All-Star. While there is a chance to make a competitive series without Randle, I believe that's true. I don't believe the Knicks can take on and beat the Cavaliers without their two-time All-Star in Julius Randle. That's how important and impactful Julius Randle has been on this team. But that's going to do it for us here today. I appreciate Lito coming on and joining us for the few minutes that he had. It was a great time and a great opportunity to interview one of the rising stars in the business. And he's definitely going to be on again. We're going to have him on for a little bit longer next time and ask him even more questions. So definitely stay tuned. Keep that in check. And don't forget, guys, to like, subscribe, and follow me and follow Lito as well, too, because love and support is free. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace. Listen to new episodes of The Knicks Recap, streaming every Friday.